Welcome to the Drift Zone. As part of the 2018 Sydney Festival, two of the dead set deadliest brothers on the planet, Wesley Enoch and Richard Bell, came in and kept me company on the Drift Zone. In part three here, both Richard and Wesley speak on the importance of taking time out for self-care, whilst also maintaining the momentum of holding others in positions of power to account on environmental and social issues, and also to remember the strength of community and family. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Drift, Drift Zone. Zone. I'll defend the people once again. You're like, um, uh, they're not being lazy. You're like, um, mm. uh, intellectually, you're like, they're, they're not being lazy by not questioning these things. You're like, they are struggling to survive. Mm. You know, like, the poverty is, is getting a tighter and tighter grip on, on people and more particularly our people than just about anybody else in the community. They have not got the time to, you know, to scratch their ass, mm-hmm. you, know? you know, let alone think about things. You know, like, um, I as an artist, you know, I set aside time each week to think about the really important things in my life, you know, and, and in my, the life of, of lives of those Around me, you know, uh, and and I'm I'm really privileged to have that time, but I have to set that so- time aside, and not everybody has that has that mm. opportunity to do that. Mm. That's true. I think that's interesting what you said. Also, harking back to the seventies, I guess even like a lot of people in the movement then also didn't have the luxuries and freedoms. No, no, no. If we, if we wanted to contact somebody, you're like, we had, remember, we didn't have phones then. Mm. You're like, um, you know, the, only the rich had phone, had phones, you know, so we couldn't call people up and say, oh, we're coming around to your place. We'd have to lob around there, you know, mm. like, and knock on the door. And if they weren't there, we'd have to sit on their step and wait for them to come home. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting how you say you put aside time each week to, to think about these things, and that's that's really um, inspiring as well, I guess, for myself and for people listening, that, you know, with everything we're involved in during our day, during our week, during yep. our life, that we have that power to say, okay, this time I'm putting aside to mm. do things that are important to myself yep. and to my community, to my planet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, um, you know, with all these you know, time-saving devices that we have, you know, like, um, you know, we're, we're we're still rushed for time. You know, like, you, you listen to you know, commercial radio, you know, like, uh, and they talk really fast. You know, so it, it's that sort of thing. You know, gets gets you, you know, ex- excited or excitable. You mm. know, like, so, so that rushes you. You know, like, mm. we're, we're we're rushed everywhere. You know, to to get thing. We need to slow down. You know, we need to spend time time to think about what is the most important thing. And I'll give you a clue. It's not, you know, wealth or, or riches, you know, like um, it's it's those closest to you. You know, like when you're on your deathbed, all you want around, all you want around you is your people, you know, who have been closest to you. You know, just... Spend some more time with them now, while, you know, while you while you can. You know, like um, they are the most important things in our lives. You know, you know, all the money in the world ain't going to help you when you're on your deathbed. You know, like um, no amount of alcohol, no amount of drugs. You know, mm-hmm. Just that. Yeah. In terms of your your involvement with fifty two artists, fifty two actions, how how long is the period that it goes for your your own one? Um. Well, I'm going back to Brisbane. On um, Wednesday, or maybe 
October. Mm. Well, I'm I'm going to revisit it. I don't know what um, Artspace think, but I'm going to be coming back, loading some shit on. Mm. You're not perfect first time. Never. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 I was just I was just being inspired by this idea of um, how intergenerational uh, connections really important. You know, often we talk about community, and a subset of that is family. And how important it is to stay connected to family, and and you know it's a lesson I keep having to learn that I can be distracted by my work, by um, social media, or even my own selfishness needing time for myself Absolutely. to just kind of decompress from the world. And I, I worry that um, I, we don't use the social media as a tool; mm. we think of it as something that you know inhabits our life and takes over our life. What you mean, we? Oh, we, the royal we there. <laughs> Like a little bottle of urine in the corner, but royal we over there. But this whole idea that that uh, like listening to, to to Richard there say, you know, how do you how do you take time out every day, every week to just reflect on stuff is a great lesson because we can reflect then on history. You know, uh, this whole idea of sitting in in this building and you feel the kind of connection in space to a whole history of the conversation. And, and if you just ruminate on that and reflect on it, you can then go, how, what are those conversations? How are they meaningful today? Mm. What can I do today? But if you are constantly busying yourself, and this is the job of an artist to say, I'm going to carve out space for society. And it's not just for ourselves. It's for our community, for society. If we carve out space, we can help shape ideas in a different way. Because I worry that our media, our news media in particular, has become more focused on entertainment, mm. more focused on how do I, you know, razzmatazz this kind of thing and make it social and mm. lovely and, you know, um, sound bites and things. And that the artist has become more important in the truth telling of our mm. communities. In terms of news, I've always believed, you know, you have your news stories or, you know, they have their formula. But right at the end, there's usually sport and weather, especially on radio news. There's nothing ever, there's never time put aside for art, for culture. That'd be really beautiful if the yeah. news, the news, I guess, the news yeah. segments created that. But they that call it. Keep me yeah. They call it human interest. Is that, the, is that they what they call, call it? The human interest. You know where <laughs> right. you get yeah, here's yeah, yeah. so and so who saved a puppy from a mm. drain. Mm. The arts are seen in that environment, as opposed to something that's that's important. And also the idea that we often see the arts, not a broader set set of uh, culture. Mm. Uh, and you know, yes, saving a dog from a drain can be a cultural conversation. But there's much bigger things out there. And yeah. again, this comes back to the mm. idea of are we limiting our cultural ambition mm. to things that are, you know, um, popular, or are we making sure things are broad enough? And, and you know, sometimes the outlier opinion mm. is also out there because we go, oh, that's interesting. I totally disagree with that, mm. which is totally allowed, because if we agreed with everyone all the time, you know, we, we'd be a different yeah. – we'd be a totalitarian state. Oh, but wouldn't it, we be in heaven? Yeah, well, in your heaven. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the ideal. <laughs> what, that everyone agrees? Yeah. No, see, I think, in in nah. heaven, come on, that, nobody argues in heaven. Yeah. We don't know that. <laughs> maybe maybe your God does that. My God does something totally different. But that's interesting as well because it shows that, you know, art has power. And if art was, I guess, embraced by the mainstream media, it would give people the opportunity that are watching the news and it's all going and there's like numbers and things going all over the screen. And then an artist comes on and talks about art, people would go and breathe mm. and then they'd be distracted by art. 
Okay, um, talking, about news, mm. talking about news. Talking about news, like um, in Shakespeare's day, you know, there was yeah. there were two places to get news. That was that was uh, from the church, which was the government line, or from the artists, which was you know the the puppeteers, the the, the uh, roving minstrels, yeah. the you know the the court jesters, and this this sort of thing, you know, and you know pl- the the plays, you know, like Shakespeare, you know, shows. What uh, what that entailed in Richard the Third, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and, and that you know you would go the popular the the the, the groundlings, the people who would be in the theatre, yeah. who'd pay the the smallest amount to be there, yeah. would cheer and jeer yeah. at these figures that were being represented in, yes. in Shakespeare's time because Absolutely. he was speaking directly like about to, the yeah. time. Mm. We yeah. look at these historical pieces of art. And go, oh well, you know, aren't they beautiful? Aren't they amazing? They were contemporary art, absolutely. Yeah. And they they were a commentary of its day, absolutely. And and if anything, the, the challenge for artists today and for festivals, in in my case, is to go, what are the things that are important to be said, mm. and how are everyone engaging in that? Because if if we just do what's really interesting in Europe at the moment, or who's the hot young thing. And it's not connected to what's going on in this country. We start to get a, that cu- cultural cringe. We all those kind of old cliches just play themselves out again and again yeah. and again. And I found that recently, just in this this festival, where you go, things that the decisions I've made about here are big aesthetic uh, works that are happening overseas that we should bring because we need to touch base with them. Mm. It's interesting because audiences will love them and they'll buy tickets. But I go, oh, there's something missing because I haven't got the debate and discussion around it. And I feel that they're, they're the kind of um, sugar of art. Mm. They're, they're very confectious and you love them and you, you, you get that kind of burst from it, but it doesn't last afterwards. But things mm. that have good kind of nutrition in them, artistic nutrition, you know that will that it will grow, diff- inspire different artists to do in different things, and that's what I need to do more of. Mm. In terms of Sydney Festival this year, what are some of the things that you'd hope people will take away or will, yeah, will take away? Look, someone's asked me this the other question, well, you know, the other day about... Um, Oh, you know, what's your favourite thing? You know, and you end up going, oh, look, I love all my children equally, you know, that kind of world. But what I want people to do is to uh, find their way through the festival. There is a curation at, at play, and often we don't think of festivals in that way. We see them as a series of uh, discrete performances or uh, exhibitions or whatever. But if you if you really follow the pathway through, there is this thing about activation, um, there is a sense too of what are the big issues. Uh, let's say the, there's a couple of works that I've been attracted to uh, with artists because uh, oh, the feminist discussion, or at least a, a, a moving back and discussing what in the 1970s or even before what that meant, mm. and what does it mean now when you have a president in the White House who you know talks about grabbing women by you know well sexual assault. Mm. What does yeah. that mean? That there's this kind of backroom, locker room talk that it's so called. You go, oh, that's ridiculous. And what have we what have we done? How have we changed? There's also there's a through line around uh, environmental sustainability uh, and conversations there. And it's not to say that um, there's a theme and here's my cricket bat and I'm going to knock you over the head. It's artists are engaging in discussions and debates which are normal. 
Uh, and of course, then the the cons the conversation around cultural continuity, especially in a First Nations environment. Mm. How do we inherit from those who've come before us, and how do we pass on to the next generations? So, if anything, it's not about one thing. It's about can you find the right um, aggregation of experiences so that you can go forward and say. Uh, I now want to make an opinion or, or I want to have a say on something or I want to talk to my friends and family about these issues because I feel excited by it or even just to talk about the show, mm. about giving them a vocabulary to explain the world they're living in and giving some kind of historical context as well. Beautiful. Uh, Richard, with, with your... Um with your work in 52 Artists, 52 Actions, again, likewise, what do you hope people take away from it? Well, uh, actually, I, I'm, I hope that they you know, become aware of it. You know, I can just start, start you know, actually fearing it. This is the most present, clearest danger to humanity and the planet than any other issue, you know, like, uh, forget about, um, you know, um, identity politics, forget about, you know, um, uh, Me Too, you know, f forget about, you know, the same-sex marriage, all those things are just distractions uh, away from thinking about this thing. We need to get these weapons off the scene. They need to need to be taken out. They need to be disabled. The, all the nuclear power plants need to be shut down. You know, mm. this this is um, the message that is coming through ICANN and their treaty that they got 122 countries mm. to sign. Now that was a magnificent effort on their part, but we hardly knew anything about them. So you mm. know, I'm I'm just amplifying their message, and I'm hoping that, that other artists, as all these white artists, complained about, you know. Uh, uh, Aboriginal artists, you know, having an, an unfair advantage over them because of identity politics, and that they don't have any any issue to 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 make art about. You know, well, they they could start with the, with this. They could they could go on to you know, like uh, global warming. You know, like oh. these are, these are things that are really important to you know, to uh, humanity. So. You know, they just got to stop whinging mm. and start making some good art. I also, I also <laughs> like one thing you, you you refer to yourself, Richard, as being human, and I love that because humans can't exist in terms of nuclear war and the nuclear environment. Yeah, radiation with, sort of yeah, you know, yeah. was anti-human. <laughs> Without a healthy environment, we have no humans, we have no mm -hmm. culture, we have mm -hmm. no art, we have Absolutely. no we have no community. So it, it's important for us to keep on. Uh, Letting people know about that, yeah, and um, well, we can't live without art. Nobody can live without art. You know, like uh, we can live without sport. You know, like we live without politics, but we cannot live without art. You know, like and if you, if, you know, all you blackfellas out there listening, you know, like um, if you think you can live without our music, you know, without singing, without dancing, and without storytelling, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Wesley and Richard, thank you so much for coming into Koori Radio and being involved in the first ever embassy program. Hey! Hey! <laughs> thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, share before we wrap up? Um, yeah, um, follow 
the 52 artists, 52 actions on, on Instagram, and you can also follow me. My hashtag is he shows off. There you go. H e s h o w z o w f. And you probably get a few followers on the street as well. It's funny when people say you can follow me, and people go, "Okay, let's, let's <laughs> follow them around." Stalkers. Yeah. And don't forget, Sydney Festival is going on until. Uh, until the 28th of January. And if you want to check out anything, just go uh, sydneyfestival.org.au and check out the thing. And just one one thing for community out there to get down to is maybe Barangaroo, mm. uh, in addition to all the other things, and look at 4,000 Fish. Emily McDaniel's done a beautiful installation there about Bar- the Barangaroo story of the early colony you know, colonists taking 4,000 fish, more than they could ever eat, mm. and this is a chance for Sydney to put some fish back in. Mm. Right. That's, I mean, that again, art... Art in terms of history and culture and political history, it's it's important for people in Sydney to hear that story that yeah. in one day 4,000 fish were taken out of a water. Like, why on earth? There wasn't even a population that yeah. would be able to eat that much. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Thank you so much. Wesley Enoch and Richard Bell on the Drift Zone speaking about the 2018 Sydney Festival and Art Spaces 52 Artists, 52 Actions and everything else in between. Thank you for tuning in. To hear more podcasts from The Vault, check out www.tunnelroadproductions.com. Once again, thanks again for tuning into The Drift Zone. One love.